Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello! Warning! Warning! This podcast contains Charlie Hunter. Hello, welcome to the Newcastle <laughs> Matter. <laughs> Please welcome uh, Paul Doolan. Hello! Hello. <laughs> uh, Dave Watson. Hello! And back, Charlie Hunter. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I just promised, <laughs> I promised Newcastle Matter uh, that on any future podcast that you featured... Um, there would be a warning that you're, that you're on because they're always a little bit different. But it's great to have you back, Charlie. How have you been? Um, I'm just I'm happy that you haven't broken your promise to the Natterers, and uh, I've been well. It's been it's been a, it's been a holiday or two, uh, full of uh, cheer and illness and a lot of us losing. Yeah, that's a pretty good summary. Pretty much every Christmas, yeah, that I can remember. Yeah, Paul, yeah. you were doing dry January. Yeah, eight days. <laughs> eight days. Well, January <laughs> is only eight days long. Let's not forget that. So we're now in the second of February. Right. So, right. Obviously. So I did it. I did yeah. the full eight days of January. You're allowed dry white wine, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dry vermouth. Yeah. Dry yeah. martinis. Excellent. Dry humour. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, you went to the Watford game on Saturday. I did. Yes. Was was that the straw that broke the camel's back with regards to needing? Alcohol? It didn't help. It was, well, it was a fairly boring game. And then as soon as we left the stadium, it was raining harder than I've ever seen. So it's completely soaked on a train back to London and just thought, I need to have a drink. So that did stop dry January. I probably told this story a couple of years ago on the Nutter, but a few years ago I was at... Uh, Newcastle versus Reading at the Medeski Stadium Ooh. and they weren't selling Lamatai. yeah and I think they'd uh, highlighted Newcastle as a problem team in terms of their supporters so they weren't selling any alcohol mm. and all the fans were really angry about it and I remember leaving that game at about 5 o'clock on a Saturday and hearing one fan say to another I've only had three pints all day (laughs) (laughs) all day (laughs) really angry about it and one of his mates went aye and you still had that glass of water (laughs) (laughs) it was weird because I normally do drink at the football but because I was still dry January during the game it's the first time I've sat in a seat for the whole of half time half time's rubbish (laughs) they had two mascots having a foot race that was it. What is a foot race? As in a running race. I don't know why I spe- <laughs> specified that. Yeah, that's a, common, that's a common term. Yeah. Is it? Just yeah. in case it was like a bike race or anything. I feel a like on race. every Newcastle Natter, there's a term that I've never <laughs> heard that everyone else knows. We're expanding your lexicon. What is this foot so, race? Okay. We're clearly all... Avoiding the subject of avoiding the game. Avoiding the subject <laughs> yeah. of the fact that it's now four 1-0 oh. defeats in a row. Yeah. As I've said before, the worst kind of defeat, in my opinion. It was, yeah, I wasn't sure when you said that last week, and then having sat through it live, you were completely right. <laughs> it was utterly depressing. But it seems to me, like from the, from the highlights and from following it on Twitter, because I wasn't able to get a decent stream, I don't know if anybody else was, but 
from following it on Twitter and the highlights and all the rest of it, it looked like we had the, the best of the chances. We looked pretty good. We, we just didn't put the chances away, which has been the case for the last like four or five games. I think that yeah. we're about, <laughs> well, honestly, we're like, like a decent finisher away from, we could have, we could have launched up the table and got through the cop if we'd had a decent. I think, in a way, finisher. that was part of the problem. Yeah. There, there was quite a bit of unrest from the away end, especially towards the end. And mm. it was if we'd just played shit or put out a weakened team, I think that would have been fine. It's the fact that for the fourth game in a row, we were creating quite a few decent chances and missing them right. and allowing the other team one half chance. And that, like, Rob Elliott barely had a save to make for the rest of the game. And, the, and the, the one chance that they did get was such that Rob Elliott, he didn't re- Like, he was not up much against it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, the, the, the misplaced pass was... A On the subject of that, Troy Deeney in the flesh is the biggest footballer <laughs> I've ever seen. What, I think Adi Akinbayi big? He were, the only one I can compare him to is Aguchi Onyewu, the tank, and he seemed bigger than that. Like, watching him... I, mean, I don't know if we we're going to come on to this anyway, but watching him in the first half up against our centre-backs, mm. well, against Colachini and Mbiwa, and Bemba even, he looked like a giant compared to them. Oh, then we brought know. on LaSalle for the second half, and they're the same size. Oh, LaSalle's a unit. Yeah, LaSalle yeah. was really good. I was very really? impressed was with him. Yeah, and where the fuck has him. he been? Well, he's been on the bench. He's been behind Colachini, which actually just dead quick. Um, I was reading a report earlier that says that uh, McLaren thinks that Colacini's a doubt for the for the game against Man U. He picked up some kind of knock in the game, which is why he went off and LaSalle came on. Good news? Uh, mm, maybe, think, yeah. I'd actually. play LaSalle. He looked comfortable on the ball. He got forward. He played good passes, and he kept it simple. And it, he can win a ball in the air. Yeah, I mean, Colacini's not doing that which we want from him, which is to no. lead the line and be the... I don't know, like, you, you want him to be sniffing out interceptions. You want him to be... Being a little bit of a cleverer footballer than someone like Stephen Taylor, but Jamal Lasalle, like if he can just be a unit against Man U, mm. and uh, we got West Ham after that, like fine. Yeah, against Andy Carroll, I would rather have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about partnerships as well. I think Mbemba and Colacini are kind of too similar to each other. Okay, they're, they're both sort of quite cultured footballers. They both like a little run forward, mm. whereas you sort of want one big stopper. And then one sort of fairly decent footballer. I'm not sure I think. how much I agree with that. Well, Paul. Okay. Oh, oh, which part? <laughs> well, maybe, well, maybe they are. I mean, if they are, then Colacini is Mbemba ten years into the future. Yeah, I, I don't mean they're literally. I'm saying the same Colacini's person. slow. Yeah, Paul Colacini's got curly hair. He's what? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, well, I'll move on to the general malaise at the club, which will dominate this podcast just like it's dominated every other podcast. Yeah, so there was one other years. highlight of the game. But, yes, I was going to say let's let's just stick on to the game, and you are the expert on the actual. Well, there game was one board. bit that didn't get shown on any of the highlights packages. Right, I don't tell know us just because it. it happened near where we were sat, but there was a moment where quite a few people genuinely worried that Lasell may have died. <laughs> Really? Uh, you, know, you know when players like run towards the edge of the pitch and just do that little hop over the advertising hoarding so they can't slow down? Yes. Yeah. So he did that, but unfortunately at, at Vicarage Road, 
the pitch is raised about six feet above the lower tier of the stand. So right, he jumped over, not realising yeah. there's like a five or six foot drop the other side. Oh, so he nonchalantly <laughs> hopped over and then just disappeared. <laughs> didn't get up for about three seconds. And everyone in the stand just stood up like, I think he might be dead. <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on. And he eventually got up and had to like chuck his arms up and hoist himself over and run back on. But he's limping for ages. One thing I want to ask you just before we move away from the game is that um, Florian Tovan went down injured or in inverted commas, injured. Yeah. And he seemed to get a lot of abuse. Like, yeah. certainly on Twitter, they were saying everybody's booing Tovan because he, he's fake an injury. I mean... That's what it seemed like. That's all some people... Sorry, afterwards. it seemed like he was faking injury. It seemed like people were directing it at him because I saw a lot of people saying afterwards, no, they were just saying it about the whole team. Right. But he'd... Like, he came on, was as ineffectual as he's ever been, gave away possession about four times in a row. Mm. And he was running back for one point and then just got tackled. Clearly wasn't injured, went down pretending to be injured. Right. So he just jogged straight back on afterwards. Yeah, because there was, there was, the, the chance that I, I heard were, um, you're not fit to wear the yeah. shirt. That and, seemed and a lot pretty of clearly directed was, at him. Yeah, yeah, but you're saying that it was actually a more... No, I think it the was whole directed fucking at him. Lot of them. Oh, okay. No, I think yeah. it was definitely at him. That's a, that's a shame because that's not going to give him any confidence. No, he well, was let's just so hope shit he as well. Let's though. just hope he hasn't learnt English <laughs> yet, <laughs> <laughs> and then he won't know. So yeah, that is a shame. But you can understand it's a death death by a thousand cuts, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's been going on for so long, and it's not just the last four games. It's just relentless. Misery. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it, it seems to me like the, 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 the performances in the last few games, well, the last four or five games, haven't actually been that bad. We haven't been embarrassed by any side. We haven't been, like, undone by any side. We've kind of undone ourselves. Like, the, the lack yeah. of the finishing ability at the club is the thing that's um, holding us back. And, and Aldam's so, mistake for the goal. Yeah, I mean, that's so like... It's, it's well. on, so poor uh, So... The players weren't booing losing away to Watford in the FA Cup. The, sorry, the fans weren't booing the, losing away to Watford in the FA Cup. The fans were booing the fact that we've lost four games, one nil in a row. We're not putting away decent chances, like really good chances. That's what they were booing. I would say they were booing losing away to Watford in the Cup. I would say they were booing the fact that we haven't won an FA Cup game since 2012. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that they were booing everything. Over the last few years. Yeah. And they were booing the fact that Tovan represents a failing transfer policy yeah. mm. of signing f- f- underwhelming French lightweights. More, yeah. <laughs> oh, More on that to come. More on that to come. Charlie, <laughs> we've been deferring to Paul because he was at the game, but it's just depressing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been... Yeah, feedback from someone that wasn't there might be more cheery. Yeah, you've been away for a while. In my imagination. Yeah, reimagine what's, what's, us winning. <laughs> yeah. What's your take on Newcastle's I 2016? Just, it, it's getting to that, that space. There's always like a stretch during every season where I, I kind of involuntary or subconsciously fade out because I just know, I, I just know, you just get that, you're like, oh, 
we're going through a string of what's going to be like embarrassing losses. And I was like, Watford are pushing for Champions League. I mean, maybe not realistically, but they're up that end. I put a tenner on them of uh, free bets on Ladbrokes. Did you? Oh, yeah, to get did for them to win the Champions the, uh, League. Labricode I did. Lad 50. Sorry, I did. So you I put did. a tenner on them to get to qualify for the Champions mm, League. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got Leicester City to win the league and uh, Watford I have to, some magic beans. Would you like to buy them? Well, do they involve fourth place? Because I'm, I'm, I could possibly be talked into it. I just I did a few different like free bet thingies, and I'm... I'm kind of excited, but I kind of know that they're not going to go through. But they might do, and, you know, drinks on me. But it was like... They that's go that's law. That's, that's... Yeah, that's a legally binding yeah. contract. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's really how you're spending your free bets. Which like, I can never really, make work for you. Yeah. <laughs> but well done. <laughs> you guys will get the fruitiest cocktails that you, you desire. Um, the... Yeah, I don't know. Watford, it was just like, yeah, I knew. I knew. I just knew. I was like 1-0, and it was... I knew it was going to be lost. Didn't watch it. And I forgot it was even on... And then, yeah, but, like, I, I, don't, I don't want to skip ahead topics, but it's the transfers that just mm. boil my blood. Yeah. Uh, Fergus, do you remember what we predicted? You predicted 1-0. Well done. Is that right. why you asked that question? All right. High fives all right. Come on. Um, I don't remember. Here we go. Go on. Well I think the one. I think the two things going on right now that really annoy me. One is the fact that McLaren's talking about the performances and how they're really good and blah blah blah. But then also, I know intrinsically that he is right. That's the most frustrating part. I don't actually know if he's the man for the job. But like these players, Mitrovic and Mbemba, and these players, like they are, they're fantastic players. If they were in a more kind of like dynamic side I mean Wijnaldum would probably have 20 goals but like it's 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 the com it's it's that lack of experience it's that lack of um grit who was the one who was the game what was the game before this one who did we play before Watford Arsenal yes yeah. Arsenal it might have been I think we all can all remember what the result was and then who was the one yeah. before that I think it was the one before West that Brom. that I watched West Brom yeah yeah, it was Arsenal, then West Brom, then Everton before that. Oh, maybe it was Everton. That's when I watched Everton one. There's just sorry, there's, that was the last game you watched. Yeah, there's no, there were no, <laughs> there were no teeth. There's no like, there's no. Um, I, it's the kind of team where You're like suggesting we sign Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> there's no with the, like this Newcastle team could win if we were a bit more like elbowy and physical and a bit more dirt, yeah. dirty, but we're not. And so we, like we need that perfect pass to go through. Well, I don't, I don't, it, I don't know if I agree with you that we need to be more physical, more aggressive because I think we've got the players in there. Like um, like Jan Matt's not certainly not shy of putting in a, a late tackle or a, or a, a reducer as they're called. Callback. Similarly, I think Mitrovic is definitely not shy. Yeah, Teote. Yeah, Teote's got... Get stalking. Well, we're not... I think what, you, what you, you have touched on is that we do need to be a little bit more toothy up front. I think that if... Yeah, that's what I mean. If, yeah, if right. we've got, like... Like, Mitrovic was so close to putting in... Like, twice in the last three games, he's been within, like, mm. a... F- a gnat's fanny hair of putting the like getting the touch on the ball that puts it in the back of the net. He's just it's. You remember um, Gascoigne's uh, miss against um, Germany in the uh, the Euros. It's funny yeah. that miss. That miss is that just miss like, has <laughs> now become like everyone remembers that miss. And actually, that's quite a common thing in football. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it's, no, it's, it's, I do that as well. It's, it's the biggest example of it's that the miss, example think, of that it? kind of miss. And people people are having a go at Mitrovic at, uh, about that, and I'm I'm not sure if it that's fair because to be honest all he's doing is running at full pelt into the box he if can't, you can't run... get there you can't get there yeah so maybe it's the the, the big the one i don't know he looked 
fairly lethargic, I thought. Watching him for the 90 Watford. minutes. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Like, he put himself about a bit, but so many times the ball would go up to him against someone he's probably bigger than and just bounce straight back. Yeah, I, I think... You sort I think of assume he's, he's going to be better yeah. at holding up the ball than he is, and he does lose possession a lot, but then he's a kid. So yeah, that's... Not that I was going to say... He shouldn't be having the pressure, the pressure on him of doing that. Well, very, that's very not young. nice to hear, but... He should be having that pressure because it just so happens he's unfortunate enough to be a professional footballer who's been signed for quite a big transfer fee. Not massive in today's terms, but a pretty big for transfer us. fee, being paid quite a lot. And he just so happens that we really actually need him to be playing well. <laughs> yeah. He's not he's not a hope. You know, he's not like it's not like when Man U, who are also shit, and we'll come on to them. But it's not like he's one for the future. He is supposed. But he to should be at any pro- other Premier yeah, League club well now. Yeah, I, was I gonna... think at any other club he would be considered one for the future. I, th- I think he was signed for That's us to I mean. be one for the future because yeah. I think the our I think the idea was to leave Cisse up front on his own and try and play that four two three one yeah. and playing the balls through to him and all the rest of it. I think we're playing Mitrovic now because Cisse was either unfit out of form or all we've, shit. All we've signed in the past few years has been one for the future. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that's true. Cause well, you, look look at, you look at Vijnaldum, you look at Mbemba, you look at Janmark, you look at... Um, but those are not Mbemba, tra- Bella, but, you look at... No, they, these are right. guys that, We've signed players... Mbemba, for the, yeah, but yeah, Mbemba's like the same age. That's not a trend, that's the last class. Those are the last ones we... So no, no, he's saying the last go, few no, years, all we signed, he's right. Look, all right, you go as far back as Kabai, Teote, Debushi, you look at um, Mbiwa, you look at Santon, you look at... I mean, I can... I can yeah, we signed... We signed Sissoko, you look at... We signed... Marvo, okay. They're all for now. Okay. Well, okay, you listed a lot of names there, a few but of which on, I would on, go, would no, they were the same age as but hang on. They, Mitrovic, but they, they, they were younger. They'd sign one or two like players, like a Yanma, and then surround them with sort of incompetent youth. That's not enough. Who is, who is the incompetent youth? I mean, literally in terms of like, well, I mean, we're, I, it's, proof is in the, I mean, they're in the relegation zone. No, 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 so, but who, who have we signed that's incompetent youth? At the moment, I'd say Mitrovic, Perez, I'd say... You can say whatever you want about the midfield combination, but they're not winning games, so you have to say Kovac is young. Kovac like I mean, and Anita aren't incompetent youth. They're just Dave. I would I would say that that's incompetent might not be the right word. Ineffective might be. Yeah, but then I, I, w- I would say that we haven't been signing incompetent youth. I would say that the majority of our transfer policy actually it works out. It genuinely does. It's just that the managers have let them down. Because I think like Hatem Ben Arfa would still be playing here now if it wasn't for for Alan Pardew. And Hatem Ben Arfa is having a ripe old time up there in France. I would say that Remy Cabella needed time to bed in and become a proper player, and he's he's. But I would say he's just been replaced with Tovan, who's going to need the same kind of time. Our transfer policy of a club of not signing players over twenty six means that like if you look at teams traditionally, look at Arsenal when they signed Henri as an example. You Mm. bring in that kind of young foreign league player who's going to need time to acclimatise, but you have a couple of... You need a balance to the team. You need the older pros who can kind of steady things. Absolutely. We've only gone after one type of player, and they're, by and large, by definition, they're going to be inconsistent. But I I don't think that it's a recruitment issue. I think it's a retention issue. Because if you look at the players that we've signed, 
your Kabais, your Debushis, your... Um, Searching for that other Santon, one. Santon, your... Mm. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about players who've, who've, who've come and then gone. No, but, you, no quick. Right, so Jay, you... I'm sorry, what, I've got to pick you up now. Yeah, okay. sure. First of all, I think you're starting to sound a heck of a lot like an ostrich. Because <laughs> I don't know what that phrase was, but you said something about how our transfer policy is along the lines. It, the, the issue it's is a, it, retention, it, it, not recruitment. Okay, well, I disagree. I mean, Santa, you've said you've said Kabai and you've said Debushi. Mm-hmm. Kabai, yeah, fine, he was good for us, and we sold him for twenty million. Debushi, yeah. The only other on. one I'd Santon, add to that Santon, Santon, we didn't want him to go, and he wasn't even playing for us. Santon wasn't yeah. a big Newcastle success. It's not. No, no, it's not like we desperately wanted to. Re- He's another example of someone we've signed who's really promising and it's not worked out. But I think but my issue is that he was he was decent. He was fine, and we shouldn't have sold him. Which is my point. Okay, but it's you're a, talking about three players in like twenty I, players we've I, signed under Mark. I, I, I'd add Demba Bar to the list, but that's the only other one I can. Bar Remy. Uh, Remy was alone. Were, yeah, but we could have signed him, like f- on a on a full term contract. We definitely could have. Isn't he on record saying he didn't want to stay? Um, God, I could I could go on, but the, the point is like it's not who we sign; it's who we've subsequently let go. That's the biggest problem. But that's our model, right, isn't it? But yeah, that's really, our model, and that's the problem. Like if really you right agree. now, but right now, what is our club missing? It's a left back, a centre mid that can create a bit, and it's a centre forward who puts things away. So we need to sign well. Demba Bar, Kabai, and Asanton. <laughs> and in a move that would make the prosecution of Stephen Avery's team look good, they've gone after a midfielder. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. I think you could add Jose Enrique as one that got away that we sure. should have held on to. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, there's players that we sign these players on a risk based on potential. Mm. And then when they come good and get to the point of their career where their earnings will be at the highest they'll ever be, we sell them. I would argue that three fourths of those players, though, had lost their patience with management surrounding them yeah, with, with apt players. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's absolutely Which fine. Which is what I'm saying was right now, we don't even have... We've been in such flux that, that you don't... That for whatever weird alchemy, the players we've decided to keep, like Sissoko or Teote. Anita or Colaccini, they don't have that special ingredient. Mm. They can well, work hard, they might have some great plays sometimes, but they don't have that bit of magic like a Kabai did... Or like some of the other players, they did stick around for three or four years. These current players, they just don't... I don't know what it is, they don't have it. They don't... Whatever it is we're doing, it ain't fucking working. No, Paul, I'd no. agree with that. Paul. I agree. I'm not to blame here. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking so, at me like that. You were at the game. Yes. Was it better or worse the same as the performance against Arsenal? Kind of the same. It was the most sort of crystallised Newcastle performance of this season in that we created fairly good chances, should have put at least two of them away and then conceded an easy goal, which I think a lot of the problem with the crowd was the fact that that keeps happening. Mm. We clearly need a striker. Why aren't we seemingly going after one as soon as the windows open? Yeah. Why hasn't one been lined up to just come in? So Perez missed a... Perez missed some decent... He needs a rest, I think. He's... A lot of pressure seems to be being put on him as well. Oh, dear, dear. It's fucking awful, mate. 
If we had a big enough that, pre- that pressure of all, I have of all, to that, add of all well. that money and uh, Just fame. What you've been what you're getting paid doesn't mean that you're a 20-year-old who can suddenly How handle many the nurses, Dave? How yeah. many Sorry, nurses could we pay footballers soldiers' wages? years old it's is probably the age you would be able to manage a Christmas series of games. And well, 20 years old? Well, 20 years well, old, I was, is, I was I mean, an absolute fool at 20 years old. And to have that amount of pressure to keep a, a large Premier League club up by putting away the chances. That's a lot of pressure. 50,000 fans when you're at home, a good 4,000 fans when you're away. That's a lot to of pressure To be fair, though, 50,000 fans who are not expecting much. <laughs> well, they're expecting <laughs> you to beat Watford at home or West Brom or, you know... And the, to be fair, the, it's not just the kids who are underperforming. Like, I no. quite wanted to see Tovan and De Jong start this game. So I thought it's kind of... You wanted to see De Jong play, Paul? And I did. And he was absolute shite. He is. Yeah. Do you finally admit... I admit he's unfit, but <laughs> it's just not my, he's also not worth playing at the moment. Can I? Can I? I will never admit. Can that, I just so I ask you a question? Yes. Why would Ajax let their captain go if he wasn't, you know, surplus to the requirements? Well, Ajax are the level of club that the, there's no player they can hold on to for their entire career. If they want to go, and they'll get higher wages yeah, in the Premier League. That doesn't make sense. I, I honestly, well, I think they would have. Why would Montpellier, and... whoever it was, let Kabai go? Because he wants to go for higher wages. It's, he was their captain in Talisman. And got yeah, but his contract Champions was running League. down. Like when we bought, we bought De Jong for like seven, eight million pounds for their captain to go for. Like, oh, no, I, didn't, I don't think cheap. them selling De Jong I, I was think... a reflection on his abilities. I just think I, I might will be, it sell. might have been a reflection on the, his medical record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's more likely. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Yeah. Leave, leave him alone. Why? <laughs> I think I don't know, it's weird though because I think performing in front of the Newcastle crowd, like the, you've, it, it's the best possible scenario in the league because it's so it's such a high number and yet almost no pressure. Like the world is not watching Newcastle. Um, those players, those kids could be running riot and having a great time and not have the world's media hand them. I, like, I think uh, that's that's backwards. I think there's a, far more pressure on a club like Newcastle than there is on, say, a club like West Brom, who are in a similar position to us, or Swansea. Yeah, but I was just, I'm saying they don't have as many fans. I'm saying like for the for the number of fans we have, Newcastle's not really. And, and except to save for like a cartoony, like Ooh, what are they up to? Look at Mike Ashley's a twat kind of way. We don't actually have that massive like media mic- like microscope. Like the yeah, it's fair to say it's fair to say that we don't. It's not like going to somewhere like Arsenal or Chelsea. We don't have that intense no. media pressure. But we don't I think boo in, if we're not winning at half time. Like no, no. But and, new, and we but only boo at the full time if we're bumped out the cup or that it's been a poor performance. Like there, there's so, many so every like, game, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> as we've said, the performances have been all right. They're not being, yeah. you know, we haven't been winning typically, but they've been okay, like good enough to have the the fans actually have the players backs throughout the game. But we're and a one, we're a one club city. Yes, there's so a lot there, of pressure. There is that whole mm-hmm. goldfish bowl phrase. Uh, yeah. So, the transfer window is open. Woo. Supposedly, we've signed someone. Yeah. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time that you're listening to this, <laughs> I assume it will have been confirmed. Mm. As it stands right now, Steve McLaren has said he is in the building. How do we pronounce his name? Henri, Henri? Savier. Sav- I, Sav- Sav- I don't think it's Savier because it's, it's Sav- like... It's, 
S A I S A I V E T. So there's no like. Isn't it V I E T? No, no. It's I heard Save someone on Sky Sports say Savier, but that does look like a mispronunciation. Yeah, because it's. Why? Oh, it's Save. 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 I don't know how to pronounce okay. it, but but you don't know how to pronounce it. Henry Savet. But can you guess what position he plays? <laughs> Can you guess what league we've signed him from? I would imagine we wouldn't make the mistake again of signing a tricky, lightweight French winger. Well, we haven't, so you're all right. Well, this is the thing, because some people say he can play central midfield. No, no, no. You look at, you look at his, um, his performance, like his um, appearances over the last few seasons. He's traditionally played as a centre mid with occasional perfor- uh, uh, appearances at defensive mid. He's more, he's more, the way he was described to me by um, uh, Julian Laurence, you know, the French journalist, yeah, he said he's more like a Kabai than he is a Cabela, but he's not Kabai. He looks muscular, he looks... Yeah, he's, he's decent defensively, but I agree with, I think what Fergus was getting the point was, we need to sign a striker and we've signed a... A midfielder. We need to not just sign a striker. We need to sign more than that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but when but... we'll see whether we do stri- sign a striker, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I watched old Savier's Savier's YouTube YouTube video. It's just one. Ask. I'm just reminding myself that this indicates the problem that I remember us all having a conversation about. How do you pronounce Tovan's name? <laughs> I remember <laughs> having the conversation about how do you pronounce Cabela's name. There's a theme Kabbalah. developing here. If you don't know how to pronounce Kabbalah. the player's name before he arrives, <laughs> maybe he's untested. <laughs> yeah. So um, we do seem to just... Well, it's another risky one because you ordinarily you sign a young player from a foreign league, you would be saying... Obviously, they need a season to bed in before we can say what they're really about. But yeah. we don't have that luxury this season. No. I watched his YouTube risk. video. Mm. Shit music, as usual. What? Was it Evanescence? Because it's often Evanescence. It wasn't Evanescence. I'm, I'm assuming the players don't get to pick the music that goes with it. The 12-year-old Taiwanese kid plugs in. Yeah, they're always... It's always really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really hate. On there are many things to hate about BBC Sport, oh, the uh, yeah. Twitter account, but I do follow it because it'll often show you a nice little video of something that's happened that weekend. But they seem all their videos seem to be accompanied by. <laughs> there seems to be a rule in the last few years. It's, it's never Leonard you, Cohen, is it? No. <laughs> but what is the rule that all? Videos of football have to be accompanied yeah. by intense Euro. It's like <laughs> if they don't know. hold your attention for every split second, you might stop watching. So what were you... The video itself, what I was watching, and and this is by no means... doesn't mean that he won't be good for us, but it probably does. Very underwhelming. Oh, you know, really? I actually think so. But those videos, right. they'll be like, they'll show you the same tapping <laughs> four times. <laughs> <laughs> From each angle. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, that doesn't mean, I mean, a tapping is fine. The job I want this player to do, given, that his, given his position, is not the... 
30-yard screamer. Although that'd be nice. It's not the dribbling past seven players. Yeah, you want it's them as the... far away from a highlights reel as possible. Exactly. You, you remember that? You remember we were talking about last season? We were saying that. Oh, when when are we going to bring in statistics for the the, the second pass before the goal? Yeah. That's what I want this kid to be doing. I want him to be doing the Kabai role. I don't want him necessarily to be. I want him to put through. Jorginho Vinaldum so that he can pass the ball back for mm. Mitrovic. That's that's what I want. That's a link between defence and attack. Exactly, that's what I want. Sure. But then that brings us to the another player that we've been linked with in the window, John Joe Shelby. Yeah, did you see? I think it was the Telegraph today reporting John Joe Shelby's friends have said it's basically a done deal mm. on a five-year contract. He well, said Don Hutchinson said the same as as good. Oh, is that as who on he was talking about? Yeah, it's yeah. All well, Don he, Hutchinson's cryptic tweet. Cryptic tweet. Really good. Uh, really good signing for Newcastle. His name start. His surname starts with S and ends in Y. Well, oh. limits it really. So, can John we Joe think Shelby. of another player? Surname <laughs> <laughs> start. Everyone try. Uh, uh, Shirawi. Oh, bloody hell, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was a good pull. Good, nice pull. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Thanks for uh, good show, guys. Uh, I'm not convinced with John Joe Shelby because did you see the, the clip of him on the FA Cup game against Oxford? Where yeah, but it's one short clip. I know, but that, like, basically, the ball comes to an Oxford player uh, around the box. And John Joe Shelby's within a... He's as far away uh, from the ball as you are to me now, Fergus. You know, like four foot. And he just hands on his knees, doesn't make any effort to go and ch- chase the ball I down. saw that clip. Right. And I thought... What it, a twat. It, no, I thought... I All right. I thought it... We don't know the context of that. Yeah. Because the end of the game, he might have, in that moment, have had serious cramp or a serious stitch or whatever that happens mm. in moments it was like out of context i don't think it's enough evidence to damn him okay I'm not, by uh, yeah. the same time i don't think he's necessary he doesn't strike me as the savior i mean it, no. it just it's, it is... but it's the sort of club he's the sort of player that a club who are 18th in the league and are desperately fighting for survival it's gonna buy because that's the yeah. sort of fucking club we are now. I don't think he's exactly what we need, but he's the sort of player you never like playing against. Yeah. He's got a good long shot on him, which nobody in our team seems to have. Those are the two things I think. Yeah, he can pass a football. I don't know anything else about other than that though. I just well, he's, he's going to be trying to play his way into the England squad as well because he is on the fringes for the Euros. So, like, John Joe Shelby. Any question, any question of motivation? I think he's going to be fairly up for it. And the main thing is like. Is he an upgrade on what we have in centre yes. field? And I'd yeah, say yeah. undoubtedly yeah. he is. One thing that you might like, he does have a bit of needle about him. He's not afraid to put his foot in. That's what I mean. Not about, he's he's, a, he's, I think he's a fucking weirdo. But yeah, he's, he's so he is like, a sociopath. Back to you, you in the studio, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is just, immense. There's something about him I just can't quite put my finger on. Like, yeah. He's very like, what's the word? Like ephemeral? Or very, very, it's like, the Voldemort thing. Theory, yeah, he's yeah, just he's an odd, kooky cat. Like, you don't know how old he is. Like, you don't know what he's like. You look at him, you're like, yeah, that's his alopecia. It's a bit of a, <laughs> is that what it is? I don't care yeah, where he's from. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know no idea he was English for the longest time. It's just because like his mm. name is fucking John Joe. Yeah, it's a I silly name. That's a weird name. I didn't know where he's from. It could be like Serbia. John Joe. Who was the last fucking John Joe you met? Well, I've never met one, Charlie. <laughs> I've never met a John Joe I didn't like. I just, I don't know. I thought Western Europe. I don't know. But I do think he is. 
He's got a lot of Premier League appearances. Mm. On his day, he can be very good. It's the sort of player we've been saying we should be trying to sign. So I was worried that maybe he plays at his best when he's in a team that's playing with confidence. And that has a lot of possession. And up until the last few games, Fergus's big bugbear, we have not had a lot of... We had sixty percent against Watford. Yeah, yeah. Not that, that they just no. basically hoofed it up. Got a lot of Premier League. League appearances. On his day, can be good. Sounds a bit like Jack Colback. I think he's better than Colback. Yeah, he's he, more of a threat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We just got uh, our technician just gave us the told the signal to, to, to signal. <laughs> you are dragging this fucker <laughs> on a bit. So another hour on Shelby and then yes. we'll move on. Okay, one more player that we've apparently put a bid in for, Saido Berahino. Charlie, would you like him? Do you think it's going to happen? He's the only one on that short list that interests me on any... Re- to move my molecules in any way, really. I think he's, Do you think it'll happen? I don't know. Well, I'm curious to why they want to sell him, but I don't. I, I've. It's my understanding. Is this incorrect? Fifteen million is that our transfer? Eighteen budget? million. Yeah, no, that is that 18. our. Tra- I've heard our transfer budget that was fifteen. No, no, no. no, no. no. We've got, we've Fifty got, apparently. Yeah, we've got plenty of cash. We're oh, not, right. We're not limited. Then yeah, I think I, if, if they if they'd spend that kind of money, I would. I'd, it, again, these all have a massive stench of panic buy, but that is we are literally panic buying. So I, I think you know, other clubs are in for him though, aren't they? And well, the uh, Birds have apparently offered 10 million, no, 14 million and Andros Townsend, which is bonkers. What is the deal? That's another Andros Townsend. What is the deal? Like, is he going to, you know, wherever he goes, is he going to be good? Is he going to be shit? Why isn't he playing? What's his deal? He's like, hardly kicked a ball for He had moments of brilliance he's, he's, a year ago, but. He's not consistent enough for, no. for me. I, I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't go in for him. And if I were West Brom, I would rather have 18 million from Newcastle than a player and 14 million from... But it sounds years. like there's some kind of problem with Berahino. Yeah, attitude-wise, yeah, yeah. He was dropped for a game and uh, yeah. Tony Pulis didn't want to talk about exactly why, but it was pretty clear that there was something behind the scenes. That happens in football. It's not something to rule him out on. No. But um, perhaps that was Berahino angling for a move. Yeah, yeah. So I think players often get accused of having an attitude problem under Tony Pulis, which maybe says more about him than them. Maybe, Fair point. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I would quite like to be the beneficiaries of his uh, problem at West Brom because we could do with a striker. Yeah. He's not got a spectacular record. I was going to say no, yeah. no. I don't know where his values come from. I would much rather we spent the money, like 18 million, I'd much rather we spent 15 million on Charlie Austin yeah. and 3 million pound on a left back. Do you reckon we could get him for 10, though, now that his contract's going to... Charlie? Yeah. That's... No. It's going to depend what other teams bid as well, Is I think. Yeah. I'd rather have Charlie Austin than Berahino. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree. I think it would fit more with our squad as well, because Berahino's never been prolific. Whereas no. Charlie Austin, get him on a good run of form, and he will put the ball in the back he's of the He's different head. to what we've got as well. Yeah, he's... But it doesn't seem to be being talked about anymore. No. So I, it, looks like, it looks like he wants to stick to QPR. Okay, tomorrow night we yes. are playing Man United. Woo! If ever a result screamed 1-0 loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, right? Um, I, I actually kind of think we're going to win this game. Yeah, because th- yeah, we do. We always raise up the game for these teams. We're yeah. in crisis mode. We might have a new signing in. And to be honest, I've watched. I watched Man United, and I actually did watch that in the FA Cup, and that was mm. bored me to fucking tears. They are poor. They are shit. They were. They're, they're ripe for it. So I think yeah. we could. 
it's you know if we come show up have all the chances you know, but, well they're yeah. only a, they're only a big name by uh, history history at the moment mm. yeah they're terrible Dave, this what do you see the result being I mean I don't think I'd be surprised if our new assigning is playing against Man U but yeah. Dave what do you think the result this is, is this is exactly the kind of situation where we could win two nil and then go on to lose the next two games one nil but honestly I reckon we're gonna we're gonna lose this one nil, but then five in a row. But then we're going to go on a little bit of a run. Okay, I mean that would be great. <laughs> Can't <laughs> see it happening, but Paul Ostrich. <laughs> I think this is the perfect time to play Man U because they're so poor, and our defence has looked pretty decent. I think we might win this one nil. I think that's quite a good call, but I'm going to go with a one nil loss. Dave, sorry, what was your actual prediction? 1-0 loss. 1-0 loss. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say 2-0. 2-0 loss. No, it's a win. 2-0 win. Okay. Yeah. Everything points to it being one of the most boring games of the season. They're just, it's, like, it's really weird to watch a Man United team that just doesn't respond. They don't respond to winning or losing. They just, they're just... Yeah. A, they're just shit. Yeah, Maybe they're just they're like all deaf. pace drawing. I don't know. Like they're they, a, we've spent money and we're not doing well. They spent money. And they're not doing they're well. about. They're a bit like us. Yeah, but yeah. just like a level, um, a level two, up. Yeah. four up. Yeah. We're just better at being shit than. They are. <laughs> it's remarkable yeah, how man, high you. up the table they are. If you watch them play football, it's just mind blowing. So uh, it's it's been great to be with you guys in the same room again. It's been great to talk about another one nil loss. let's hope that next podcast we've got something else to talk about actually there's one more game before the next podcast to West Ham West Ham at home Mm -hmm. that's right on Saturday so let's quickly rattle through it Charlie West Ham at home prediction um, one all one all two one Dave is saying two one to us two two 2-2. 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. I'm going to go with 1-0 one, one. One loss. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new 1-1. One, one. <laughs> is there, are there odds for us staying up? Or yeah. like going yeah, down? Third right. favourite to go down now, it's 4-7. to seven. For us to go down? Yeah. I think I bet on it good. at the start of the season just to offset the inevitable disappointment. I mean, obviously Did it you? won't make up I haven't got, it. I'd cash out if I was you. After this, after the Man U game, cash out. I haven't got a maths degree, but does that mean is that is it? Just Wait a minute, the, you is have that to... just the, uh, shock that everyone take, set, set your cup of tea down uh, for that news? Um, it, is that just the inverse odds for us to go to stay up? Was that like they don't have that bet? It's not like so, not, so basically they offer like markets for staying up. No, You'd have right, to like, so lay like somebody else's so, bet of going. So down. basically, it means that it's more likely that we go down than we stay up. Right. Well, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and Dave. Do you think that's the case? Yeah, do you guys think we're going to no, stay up? No, we're going to stay up. Although now I'm about 40%. 40%. Which we'll for you down. is basically yeah. certain that we're going yeah, to go that, down. Sorry, we're going to finish now, but this has become a theme of this season's podcast. Very quickly, Dave thinks we're 40% down. Paul? I'd say 45. 45%, that's where I was last week. That's the possibility of us going down that I said. Charlie? 50%. 50%. I'm back there as well. 50-50. 50-50 as as to whether we go down. Okay. 
we're all pretty close. I'd like to see the maths. It's all, it's all heading in one direction. <laughs> As the table lies, like how many points we would need to stay up. Like there must be like a stat right now of like how many points. Yeah, would the average is keep us up at this point from yeah. our remaining games. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The average is uh, 38 points to survive, and so we need uh, 21. But, is it, but it must be different now based on where the teams are at, right? Or like how many, how many team points? I mean, I could go yeah. away and find it out for you. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Maths. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been great to be in your ears again. Please, even if you do give up on Newcastle United, never <laughs> give up on the Newcastle United <laughs> podcast. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thanks. And thank you, Charlie. At iCharlieHunter. Thanks. <laughs> All right, okay. Are you going to legally change your name to that now? It's just my Twitter handle. I just want people to, you know, reach out. Get well. behind at Charlie Hunter, guys. Aye. And at Newcastle Natter. Uh, but don't follow me because I'm not that good on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. This is a Playback Media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.